Welcome to Fifth Draw Wild, everybody. I'm your host, Matt, and this month starts the first of our monthly releases of Fifth Draw Wild and a slightly new format. Uh, if you if you want to know what that was, go back and listen to the five Gravity Falls Supersodes, which you should do anyways, and go watch that show. Uh, but that whole style is genuinely, generally what we're going to try to play with here. So our first guest of this new Fifth Draw Wild, which is going to be better than New Coke ever hoped to be, our returning guest, Joe Hadfield. Hello. Thanks for having me back. And returning heavyweight champion of the fifth draw world, Jake Mason. Hello, everybody. I was going to do a big thing, but I, I feel like I've, I've said my piece. I feel like you guys know what I'm about now. Also, my air horn app is loaded now, <laughs> so there it is. <laughs> what up? <laughs> <laughs> well... We're gonna we're we're gonna switch this up a little bit. Um, so, Jake, why don't you tell everybody yes. what we're gonna be chatting about today? Uh, today we're gonna be talking about the wild world of wrestling, the king of sports, the only real sport, professional wrestling. It it's pretty much just an anime made real if it's done right. <laughs> I I mean yes, uh, as someone who has recently watched an anime <laughs> yeah kind of <laughs> what's that like i've never never delved into that uh you know it's pretty nerdy it's just it's pretty for nerds <laughs> there's one real good one though it's called my hero academia <laughs> everyone should check it out i just felt this weird premonition uh, like somewhere down the line you're going to be on here with another guest yelling about that show oh boy i, <laughs> I, I could yell about that show for ever for just just forever it's very good um, I, I, okay, before we get into pro wrestling, it, my hero academy does share a lot of DNA with pro wrestling and that I have cried because of a fight <laughs> in the show. So like, you know, there's that. Um, anyway, yeah. Pro wrestling. What are, where, where are we going? What are we, where are we starting? Well, it's kind of a broad topic. It really is. And that's part of the fun of this is, uh, is I don't know where we're going to end up. What I'm going to punt out to you guys as a fun place to start is tell me about the best wrestling pay-per-view you've ever watched oh um halloween havoc 97 please go on uh okay so it's got uh ray mysterio jr versus eddie guerrero for the wcw cruiserweight championship which is the best cruiserweight match ever wrestled uh ray mysterio does some stuff in that that proves that he never was a human and never will be uh he is a a flippy little angel boy and that's some, like, prime uh, got a, Eddie Guerrero, too, isn't it? That That is, uh, yeah, that is real. I think prime Eddie Guerrero is unfortunately, like, the year before he passed Eddie Guerrero um, is, like, the kind of the, the best he ever got, which is saying that he, he never got worse. There was some, the drug years were pretty bad, <laughs> but, like, for, for separate reasons. Um, but, uh, but yeah, re- wrestling-wise, him in WCW was amazing, and they didn't use him right, and they deserved to lose him. But, uh, but yeah, Halloween Havoc '97 was a chef kiss, so good. Uh, I'm trying to think what else was on that. I think that was. Um, is that the is that the one where they had the main event, where uh, an actual fan got in the ring, over the um, cage? Oh, it might be that. That happened a surprising amount in WCW. Uh, not the best run promotion i would say it is my favorite but it, it was a kind of a sloppy mess a lot of the time 
Um, I'm trying to think of the other matches. I just know that one sticks out so much. That was also the one that was presented by Slim Jim. So everything is real spooky, but then in the, the turnbuckles are just big Slim Jims. Um, <laughs> That's kind, a very kind of WCW a weird thing, though. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think that is the the Goldberg versus DDP for the title. I think that was Starcade 98. Okay. Maybe different. But that is also a really good match. Um, I'm just doing a quick Google. Joe, if you want to talk about what yours is while I look this well, up. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to quite cover it yet because like, there's actually a topic that I want to jump straight into. Um, so I got into wrestling like uh, mid-2000s, and I've never seen like WCW. Like I've never watched. Oh like, boy, it's a trip yeah, going back. <laughs> like looking back at stuff, like I knew about, um, like I knew about and have watched matches of like the Radicals who were like they came in as WCW was dying, and it's amazing because as I say, like Eddie Guerrero, Perry Saturn, like they're all like incredible wrestlers, and there was always like this when you watch back those pay per views, and there's a lot of snide commentary if you don't know the context to is just wow that's a that's a really weird thing to say about people from the south like that's so weird (laughs) (laughs) yeah um because so here's here's the uh not like the the total context but wcw was like the southern uh wrestling company and wwf it's based in connecticut and they called it new york (laughs) like 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 you if you went to the wwf you weren't going to wwf you're going to new york um Cause, so it was like the the like hoity toity like fancy you know uh, northerners. I am the only kid that watched WCW in my high school because I like wrestling, and <laughs> WWF was not very interested in doing that in the mid to late nineties. Uh, they were really into talking and making uh, just a whole bunch of horrible uh, uh, skits and gimmicks. Whereas I was in the South, and you would get. Um... You would get shunned from social groups if you were a WWF guy over a WCW guy. I I totally believe it. <laughs> so yeah, that's a uh, that's, right, that's looking... what WCW does. They um oh man, they were like a piece of dynamite. Yep. Uh, oh shit, I'm I'm looking at the the match listing now. This is also when Roddy Piper beat um Hollywood Hogan, not for the championship. Uh, but is that the one where it, all the stings was, came in the ring? Um, no, oh, it might be. I don't. I don't think so. Because uh, that's that's the one where he choked out Hogan, and then at the end, Ho- they gave Hogan his belt back because it wasn't for the title. And I, I like lost my mind because I was like, he just beat the champion. Like he he beat him. He should be the <laughs> champion right now. Uh, and Roddy Piper is like one of my guys, so I was very mad about that. Um, also. Uh, DDP versus Randy Savage was very good, and uh, 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 oh boy, this is also that really garbage Kurt Hennig versus Ric Flair for the U.S. Championship. Uh, that was that one. That match was a mistake, but everything else uh, looks pretty good. Yeah, you know, this this is the deal with WCW, and that kind of neatly encapsulates the entire promotion's lifespan once it became like a big deal. Uh, so, Joe, you, you might not be familiar with this, but uh, you, you know that the the brightest candle burns the shortest, right? <laughs> okay, I like WCW this had this great, great skill of getting some really high talent 
and launching them on a rocket to well, the moon that exploded halfway up. Well, okay, uh, you you say that. WCW had a uh, unlimited checkbook, is what they had, so they could buy anyone they wanted. They really only made two stars that were homegrown. Uh, to, to be fair, I mean, it doesn't mean that they everybody didn't still ev- get stars. Even if- I mean, look, they they had they had a real good roster because it was all the best WWF guys from the previous generation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then their their cruiserweights were basically stolen from ECW or um, or just straight up from Mexico, uh, and all of their like middle talent guys were just like people that people knew. It, it was kind of a clusterfuck, and like a million people worked there at one time. Uh, but Goldberg and Diamond Dallas Page are two bulletproof uh, like top guys, and I guess I guess Booker T too. Flair I guess they made three stars. <laughs> Flair was NWA, like, before, and then he went to WF, and then he came back. Uh, WCW Ric Flair is not my favorite Ric Flair. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, so that's that's a, a little bit about w, the history of the World Championship Wrestling promotion. Uh, R.I.P. and peace, uh, that, that promotion. Yeah, I every I think the wrong kid died almost every day. <laughs> I think I think WWF should have lost. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but you know that's just that's just salty ten uh, year old me. I don't know. You'll still feel that way even if you go back and watch that uh, Monday Night War documentary. Oh on my the god! Network. They, they yeah. just they bury the crap out of it. They make it, which is crazy, right? Because they make WCW seem like the biggest dumb joke. But then it's like you don't look good for beating losers. Like you don't. If they were so bad, you don't look good for beating them that bad. On the same hand, like, though, like make, they tried to make all their things just look like the most cutting edge, culturally appropriate <laughs> moments, and it's like you look like a bunch of idiots driving around in a tank on Main Street. I don't know what you're doing right yeah. now. I mean, like if if you ask them, it's like, oh, we drove up to the arena, but then they'll also say like nobody was going to WCW shows. It's like, oh, so you invaded an empty arena? Like, what's that make you look like? <laughs> who's who's the idiot now, DX? I have a lot of feelings about the Monday Night Wars and how they are portrayed today. <laughs> Winner writes the history books, uh, man. Guys, uh, well, yeah, that's that's for darn sure. You guys want to talk about Wrestle Kingdom for for a minute? That's that's on YouTube, guys. I mean, I love the outfits. Kenny Omega showed up dressed like a Destiny character. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was something. I mean, <laughs> we we can go with that as my favorite pay per view. Um, it was pretty good. <laughs> Tell me all about it, Joe. I, I didn't. I didn't wake up yeah. at two a.m. to watch it. Yeah, I have not watched it yet. Oh, I've seen. Um, an, I've seen enough of it. I've, I uh, I follow enough GIF accounts that I have seen basically the whole thing in GIF form. <laughs> um, but uh, and I, I've watched uh, like cl- like whatever New Japan has put out for free for mm. clips um, here and there. Yeah, I, uh, it looked looked pretty bonkers. I've seen Kenny Omega's ring gear or entrance gear, and I've seen Cody Rhodes' entrance gear. That's where I'm at. Now he's all blonde uh, and Cody weird. Cody Rhodes' entrance gear needed a vest. <laughs> Who, Cody Rhodes? Yeah, he's... Yeah, Cody, he's Cody Rhodes just needed a vest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he bleached his hair, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. To, I don't know why he did exactly. Maybe to look, to look more like, like Dustin, Link? Maybe? I don't know. Because <laughs> he, like, low-key okay. modeled his entrance gear on Breath of the Wild's design aesthetic. I mean, you're not wrong. Um, yeah, I was. Yeah. I was awake at. <laughs> I was awake at seven in the morning. Watched the whole thing. So, yeah, <laughs> well, I, please I could tell give us you, all about it. 
So, um, because I'm a giant weeb, I obviously watch the Japanese commentary. Not for like, I understand Japanese, so I know what's going on. It's just for like, the feeling that the Japanese commentary gives you is vastly, oh, it's so yeah, much better. It's vastly different <laughs> to the English commentary. Um, yeah, there was a lot of shit. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff going into it, and a lot of it being used as promotional material here. Mostly Kenny Omega Jericho, because one of them is a big name here. The other is someone who should have been a big name and then went to Japan and now is the five-star match factory. Yeah, uh, Kenny Omega is um, kind of my platonic ideal of a... Not of a wrestler, like, not what I want out of a wrestler, but my, uh, like, what I want out of a person who is in wrestling. Okay. Because he doesn't care about going to WWE and making a bunch of money. He wants to change professional wrestling as a whole and make it better. And he's he's willing to do whatever he has to to do that. And that is exactly what I want independent wrestlers to be doing right now. Right. And he's not independent. He He works for the number two promotion in the world. But, like, you know... I, I just I, I'm glad that he is he is uh sticking to his his guns and not just being like I could go make a million dollars over in you know over in NXT for however long I feel like doing it. Yeah. Uh I I really like that. Okay, so tell us more uh, about I, these matches, Joe. Like tell us what, what, what happened here. It's, I'm I'm especially eager to hear how the Jericho Omega thing went down. <laughs> um yeah. Okay, let's let's cover that then. Uh, it went on for a long time. Um, yeah, it looked like it. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't the longest match on the card. We'll get to that in a bit, because we'll talk oh, about no. the best character progression in wrestling. Um, Was that Naito? Naito, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, what, a, what a beautiful boy. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a perfect soul. <laughs> yeah, so they're what what's weird is like Bullet Club are heels in Japan, but the whole thing was like they're portraying Jericho as the heel because Omega is standing up for New Japan against this foreigner, which has a weird dynamic in Japan. Cause like you think about Chris Jericho as like this big get, this big legend, but Everything he's done yeah. is just being a dick to the country of Japan and coming out with like <laughs> no fanfare. Like his his entrance was a lot like the I think it's two thousand seven run of Jericho where he used long words and looked bored at everything. Um, uh, yeah, my least favorite Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was his look. Uh, I I yeah. get it. I get what he was doing. I think that might have been two thousand nine actually. That's, that's very Jericho, sure. though. Like that man can play the most beloved heel you've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jericho's a really good foil. Um, he is like it's unfortunate that he's so good at being a utility player because mm. he never got like to the top top. Like he was on top. He's a multi-time world champion. Uh, you know, he's wrestled all over the world. He's made a bunch of money and is very popular. But he's so good at doing anything you need him to do that he's not John Cena. Yeah. Like and it's kind of a crime. There, there was he said on one of his podcasts. I think he was talking with uh, Kevin Owens about it at the time, and he was like, "The first time that Vince ever gave me the championship, he told me by not telling me. They were in like the canteen at some arena, 
And Vince was talking to some of the wrestlers like, can't believe I'm putting this belt on Jericho, and then walked out. <laughs> That's... Uh, that is, the first time he won that was in, uh, I think, 2002 or three, uh, when he won the uh, both hmm. championships, the World and the uh, WWF Championship in one night. Uh, which was a really good pay-per-view. We're talking good pay-per-views. That was a pretty good one. That's also one of the most Vince McMahon things I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's so Vince McMahon. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine working for that dude. Lose my oh, mind. me either. I, I can't. I, I mean, if I started, it would not be long before I was back. I can tell you that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I saw a lot of it. It was no DQ, right? They, they changed it to no DQ at some yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah. Like because of all the stuff going on, like Jericho jumping out and making Kenny bleed on the first night that he showed up, no DQ. Um, not yeah. like it wasn't the no DQ that's, um, what am I trying to say here? It wasn't like hardcore no DQ. It was just like a chair will be used and tables will be gone through, but that's about it. Like okay. some choking spots. A light yeah, no DQ. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like there are tacks spread all over the mat and someone has a barbed wire wrapped bat coming into play. Here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's good though. I don't want, I, I get really nervous about wrestlers doing that stuff now. <laughs> like I used to be cool with it. Now when I watch it, I'm like, everyone, please be careful. <laughs> like, just just do your best out there. You don't have to go crazy for us. Uh, every time I see someone go up for a superplex, I'm like, just like, just make sure you're right. Make sure your foot's right. It doesn't matter if you take another second. Like, please just don't fall. Yeah. Every time Shane McMahon goes to the top of a cage, I'm like, oh, please, no. You have kids in the front row. Yeah, I super hate Shane McMahon. And I, I hate, uh, every, but every time he goes up for something, I'm like, this could be it, man. Like, just be careful, because you're falling a very long way again. Yeah, and then the camera cuts to his kids who are cheering that he fell through a table. <laughs> and yeah, and right? is currently just twitching on the ground. Yeah. yeah please no. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the have you seen the video of, of him jumping to, to land on Kevin and Sammy pulling Kevin out of the way and having a one second window to make sure nobody gets murdered? <laughs> yeah, it's very bad. Like... Props yeah, to them for Sam- nailing that trick, but oh, I, Sami Zayn is one of the very best, my sweet baby mm-hmm. boy. Uh, Sam- he, and, <laughs> I love that he he and KO teamed uh, up and being the heels against the entire SmackDown Live yeah, roster is the so best. Good. It's very good. Oh. Um, so Joe, I want to hear a little bit about Naito because I'm familiar okay. with uh with the journey that is uh Los Ingernobles to Japan <laughs> and, uh, but I I want to I want to hear more about this Yeah, man. so um did you pot sorry <laughs> <laughs> I guess for those who don't know uh Tetsuya Naito was becoming the guy but the company guy think a Roman Reigns for example um no one wanted to see him um, like they thought he was dry, they thought he was boring, uh, and this isn't the first time that this happened in Japan. Uh, a certain guy, I don't know if you've heard of him, Shinsuke Nakamura, had the same problem when he was coming up. Um, like very small name, not familiar. Wait, yeah. wait, hold on, yeah, not hold familiar. on, hold on. <laughs> Anyone in this dark fallen world? There's actually people that didn't like Shinsuke. Oh, Shinsuke was kind of. I don't want to say bad, but, like, kind of boring until he, like, went away for a minute and came back as the guy we yeah, know now. Because like, the guy we know now is, like, 
literally a classical musician in the ring, and it's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> his his whole yeah. thing, like when he came in, like he was in MMA. That was it. He fought. He oh. wrestled strong style, but there was mm-hmm. no like charisma to him. So they sent him off to Mexico, and then he pissed off everyone in Mexico by coming out and doing Shinsuke Nakamura things. So they sent him back to Japan, and then he became the huge star. Yeah, uh, if you if you go back and watch his match um, when he, I think he was the champion um, against uh, Brock yeah. Lesnar yeah. Uh, back in this is probably two thousand three or four. Um, it's it's like black trunks, black boots, short hair, just like a wrestler. <laughs> like he's doing his best, you know, like uh, Yuji Nagata impression, and it it doesn't work for Shinsuke, but he. He pulled it out. Naito did a similar thing, I guess. Uh, I'll let you continue with that. <laughs> uh, so the main event for Wrestle Kingdom was set to be Naito... Um, oh, I can't remember. If it, I'm pretty sure it's Tanahashi. Um, but the there was, a, there was this outlash from the fans that were like, we don't want to see Naito in the main event. He won the G1 Climax. And like no one wanted to see him in the main event. So they just set, did this like fan thing of like, uh, um, let's have a fan vote to see what the main event of Wrestle Kingdom is. Uh, and I believe it's Nakamura Okada. So, after this... This is a couple years yeah, ago, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a couple years ago. Uh, so after this, yeah. they ship uh, Naito off to Mexico. Uh, there he meets a guy called, uh, who is wrestling in NXT and is the NXT champion. He was La Sombra at the time. Uh, and he joined... Los Ingenables. When he came back, Naito was just a cool guy. <laughs> like, the <laughs> coolest guy. Uh, yeah, he his his whole deal, like, the Ingenables, like, mission statement is like, eh, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> Tranquilo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, tranquila. Just like chill. Like, don't let anyone get to you. Do whatever. Like, and like, piss people off and be calm about it because they hate yep. that. <laughs> you know, instead of uh, doing when, fa- when he was the um, instead of doing fantastic dives and jumps, just like lay in the ring. <laughs> just be super. Yeah, chill. like like fake you're gonna do it and then slide into like a Burt Reynolds position. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, when he was the IC champion, he would take the belt. Or no, I think it was when he was the actual, when he was the, the IWGP no, champion. He would take Ricardo the belt the and champion. throw it as high. It's the was IC it? title that he kicked the shit out of. That he off. just threw. Yeah, he would come out and he would throw it as high in the air as he could. And then he, he wouldn't catch it. He would just let it land. And they're like, why are you doing that? That's so disrespectful to the belt. He's like, you ever seen the belt go that high? <laughs> Belt's never been that high before. Now I just changed the world. I just made the belt go super high in the air. Uh, like, <laughs> a a similar thing happened. And it, like he it, like broke a side plate. Like it's crazy. Wow. A similar thing happened when he won the G1 climax this year as part of his like redemption. Like now Did he's... he throw that fucking trophy in the air? <laughs> no, he didn't throw the trophy, but they get they give you a briefcase, like money in the bank briefcase that says, I won the G1 climax. And leading up to Wrestle Kingdom, he would just launch it at one of his tag team partners. <laughs> <laughs> at his partners? Yep. Yeah. Kind of like a trust fall, but with a briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This guy sounds fantastic. He's he's just Yeah, the he's best. pretty great. He comes to the ring in a three-piece suit and then demands that his opponent wait as he slowly takes it off and does uh, all the cufflinks. <laughs> so good. 
Yeah, uh, they have like masks on. Uh, one of the guys in in uh, Listening or No Place in Japan is uh, a guy named Evil, um, who I have seen wrestle in here in Austin, Texas, um, when he was on his uh, world tour right before he came back to become Evil. Uh, and his 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 uh, his, his birth name is uh, was it Takaki Watanabe? Um, he rules. Uh, and then he came back, and every time I see him now, I'm like, "Is that Rob Van Dam?" Like, <laughs> he's, he's in the he's in the airbrush singlet. His hair is exactly the same, and if I do not see his face, I'm like, "Rob Van Dam over New Japan now." <laughs> hopefully, I'm just now realizing. Hopefully, anybody who doesn't like wrestling is just like enjoying the ride because like a lot of this is probably very impregnable. <laughs> yeah, to, to listen, you. listen. Uh, I I hope if if look if you're still here and wrestling isn't your jam, I'm real happy to have you. You should watch can this live-action um, anime that's going on. Yeah, can we, um, just for, like, for like one minute, can we, like, talk about some of our favorite whack-ass gimmicks uh, yeah. that, like, are going on right now just to get, like, people... Because I think the best thing about wrestling is, like, the weird shit is what people like, like, that are not wrestling fans. Like, I can tell you why, uh, like, Sasha Banks versus Bayley at uh, uh, Brooklyn TakeOver 1 is, like, one of the best matches ever. And, like, if you watch it, you will get it. You can go actually listen to that. Jake talk about that in a previous episode. You can hear me in my in my first episode on here. Uh, but, like, I can't sell that to you. Like, because if you're like, oh, cool, these, these two women wrestled, like, okay. If you're not a wrestling fan, you're not going to be into that. But I can tell you that, like, four or five days ago, Veda Scott tried to get a zombie to stop being a zombie and become vegan by handing her a lettuce and a carrot. <laughs> before a match mm-hmm. and it didn't work out for my girl veda <laughs> but um because that zombie just wanted to eat brains <laughs> still where was this professional wrestling is real uh it was at d it, was it was that ddt i don't think that was ddt that was um uh ddt's sister promotion okay which yes i it, they have a long name joshi isn't it i don't remember what it is um i don't think it was stardom either if we're gonna talk about gimmicks, uh, let's uh, let's talk for a minute about the New Day, who I think <laughs> might be the kings of the mainstream gimmicks. Um, well, if you want to talk, uh, turning around what was assuredly a a unflushable turn mm-hmm. into what is no, it was a top decker. Gold. Is what it was, it was real bad. Yeah, it was bad so here's here's the uh there's like uh here's a secret thing about wrestling is that like for a very long time it was super racist and uh in a lot of places still kind of is and um like everyone's trying to get past that now uh but like there's this the bedrock of professional wrestling is not super great so uh black wrestlers kind of have like three gimmicks especially in the wwf it's like you're either like a happy black guy or a mean black guy or a guy with no personality and your character gimmick is that you are black uh which sucks um and so the new day got this this gimmick it's three black wrestlers uh biggie langston biggie nay langston uh they got rid of that last name at some point uh kofi kingston and xavier woods and they weren't doing anything with any of them despite the fact that biggie langston should have been a world champion yeah, by oh now. Yeah. I think it's bullshit that he hasn't been. Um, but they uh, they put him together and they give him this like revival, like church choir gimmick. It's re- really bad. It was like a, it was like a so, revival tent preacher man gimmick. It was very bad. Yeah, yeah like all, it was very all bad. Of and so what they did promos were like uh, hallelujah African American choirs, like just bringing them in. Um, yeah it was not great and like (laughs) 
yeah, it, like, and and the thing is, like, when you're given these gimmicks, if you don't make it work, there's like a good chance you get fired, right? Like, it, that's that's just the so they were like, we're gonna have to make it work. Nobody bought it. Everyone hated it because it wasn't. Nobody was having fun, and so what they did was they turned that from the whole the whole deal was like the power of positivity and all that, and so they turned that into a like. They became bad guys and and being like, we're, you know, New Day rocks. And they were just very annoying and aggressively annoying uh, until everyone came around on them. And then now they are just like, like the, the purple the and top pink of the mountain unicorn, like golden road. They have their own cereal. Uh, they've now taken to handing out pancakes as they walk down the ramp <laughs> to all the fans. Um yeah, right, that right. uh they are they are great. And again, like Biggie Langston is um like legitimately amazing. Kofi Kingston is like a great veteran, like a, a really great veteran talent. And Xavier Woods somehow accidentally became the purest babyface on the main roster. <laughs> that boy uh, will in the sell, absence of Sami Zayn. That boy will sell anything and everything he, like he, it was he, happening to him <laughs> in a movie. He is just... He is wonderful, and it all came about from having a trombone and being scared of a swamp wizard. Yeah, no. <laughs> selling every time that Bray Wyatt pulled Sister <laughs> Abigail on him, and just, like, the terror mm-hmm. that he sold. Yeah, uh, and the only problem is that the payoff to that was that um, they f- they did the worst version of, uh, of uh, Final Deletion. Yeah. Yeah. Um. At the at the Wyatt family compound, and none of the character work they'd done really paid off. It wasn't a super great end of that, but it it doesn't matter. But they um, brought it back. Can I talk about oh, Joey Ryan? <laughs> they they did. They they brought it back in we a Royal Rumble, in a yeah. and they yeah. called back to it, which is the first time I've ever seen continuity in wrestling <laughs> in <laughs> WWE. Anyway, uh, well, have you seen? I mean, it's there. A lot of it's it's hidden, but yeah, it's it. They don't love doing it anymore. Uh, my favorite thing about wrestling is when it remembers its history. Um, and uh, if you watch John Cena versus Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam 2013, a lot of it echoes back to the uh, to Daniel Bryan's tryout match, or not tryout match, but a dark match that him and John Cena had before John Cena debuted in 2003, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which is pretty great. Uh, wrestling is about the details. Uh, can I talk about Joey Ryan and his super dick for a second? <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. Um, so Joey Ryan's Joey Ryan's penis is uh, is uh, super powerful. Um, he can flip you with it. Uh, it's it's a it's a magic super powered penis. I don't know if you guys have uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the the U Porn Plex because he's sponsored by the uh, the porn company the porn website U Porn. Uh, so he named a move after them. Uh, his 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 like the the overall gimmick is that like he's sleazy. But like, not in a gross way. Like when he's a he- like when he was a heel, he would like do it in a gross way to like get heat. Um, but he kind of came around, and now he's just kind of like, um, I don't want to say like anti PC, but like anti like stuck upness. I-, I don't know. So like he's just doing a lot of things that like old people in wrestling are like are killing the business. <laughs> um, but then you know like millions of people are watching him and he's making so much money and he's not signed to anywhere besides so he's signed to lucha underground but they're you know they're not paying wwf money or WWE mm-hmm. money rather um but yeah so if uh at all points of the of the match he tries to get you to grab his, his dick 
uh, and then he will uh, flip you with the power of it. Sometimes he gets like I've seen like a ten person like they, like they just like kept getting like chained together and they flipped all of them. Um, it's really great. <laughs> He's amazing. He wrestles an awesome a lot. Uh, so I've seen him live uh, a bunch of times. Uh, he's he's really great. Everyone should check out Joey Ryan. <laughs> all right, all right, Joe, tell us about a gimmick. I mean, I had I had one, and um, and Jake brought something up. Let's talk about Matt Hardy. <laughs> Let's do it. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. Yes, please. Oh. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Matt Matt Hardy is the the biggest like glow up from <laughs> from what he used to be to what he is now i think absolutely yeah. like he spent all of his career tag teaming with his brother and even when they split off no one cared about matt like jeff hardy just had this like like this weird easy charisma to him where he, all he had to do was like take his shirt yeah. off and then everyone yeah. loved him. oh yeah uh, Jeff Hardy was one of the most popular wrestlers in the world for like a long time. Um, and it, yeah, it was mostly because like, he's just, he just got it. Yeah. He's got a lot of it going on. Matt Hardy definitely had that whole like, oh, you're just the tag partner syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're his older brother. So uh, what uh, happened so with then... him, Joe? <laughs> so he was feuding with his brother and uh, his brother like, Crushed him through many tables and many ladders, so that he was out of action for several months. And then he came back, very strange. Half of his hair was bleached white. He was talking in a South African English accent. I don't know how to describe it. It it was every. It was an everywhere (laughs) accent. It was. (laughs) It was. I think it's what people from North Carolina think fancy people sound like. <laughs> That's probably the, the best most way I accurate. Can describe it. Yeah, uh, it, it's so bizarre. Uh, he, yeah, he was broken by by Jeff and just like became this evil wizard of professional wrestling, <laughs> and it's amazing. If if you have it, you can go. You can YouTube the final deletion because I don't think any of us can actually describe this to you. What happens here? Not. Not without losing a lot of charm. Yeah. Uh, it it is it, it takes place at Jeff's house or Matt's house because they just like they're they're two like North Carolina rednecks that have money, so they have like a wrestling arena in their backyard. And like yes, you do. Jeff has a big has a big sculpture garden with a dirt bike path through it. <laughs> like like it's 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 ridiculous. Uh, so- but they went there to fight like. For the final time, and uh, and this is back in TNA, uh, the only good thing TNA has done in quite some time. <laughs> yeah, it it went and... from just being Matt being strange and evil to this weird, connected, expanded universe. Like as soon as Broken Matt like started <laughs> wrestling in, in independent circuits, like so many things are so weirdly linked together just by what he does. And everything just takes place in the cocaine-addled mind of Matt Hardy. Like, he is he is not Matt Hardy. He is a spirit in the vessel of Matt Hardy. And he's a professional wrestler because that's what Matt Hardy did. And he's <laughs> existed for thousands of years. Like, 
<laughs> I'm trying to remember like the bit where he's just talking about like all the weird things he's done, like he's held symposiums with Beethoven and he's danced with Cleopatra, like all this dumb stuff that yeah. is played so earnestly. It's hilarious, but it's played so earnestly that like he's just having a lot of fun and I like that when I love it when wrestlers like enjoy what they're doing. Yeah. I don't think this would have worked for any other wrestler though. I don't think so, because Matt had, like, a lot of... When he when he became broken, he had a lot of, like, wrestler cachet at that point, because he'd been... I mean, he lost it um, a couple times uh, for, you know, various and sundry <laughs> reasons, uh, but he, like, gotten it back to where, like, he was, like, a, a, a... He was liked again, and then he did this, which is, like, something so different than anything else that's ever happened in wrestling, and it just... He, he found a way to keep building on it, which is a problem that a lot of gimmicks have is that like you will get to a logical conclusion and you're like, well, you can't really go any farther with this. But he just like be like, oh, no, then now uh, I'm going to turn Jeff into a broken version of Jeff and I'm going to bring in my uh, my wife and my son and my son will wrestle matches like his his like three year old son has like victories over large men because uh, <laughs> he beat them and then put his son on top and his son would pin them. Um, and like he brought his gardener in and just to like hang out. Um, and like, uh, like at one point when him and Jeff were like the broken hardies, um, they were going through the entire, as like any independent, uh, wrestling promotion that would have them, they were going to take all of the tag team titles in the entire world. That was their goal was to take every single tag team title and have every single one. And unfortunately TNA dropped every ball they had and that kind of got, uh, stopped his tracks because they like you know weren't paying him and like they wanted to like they got tna now currently impact wrestling formerly um global force wrestling before that they were impact wrestling before that they were tna <laughs> impact uh they were a lot of regime changes real quick and one of them ended up being um like they wanted to keep jeff and push jeff to the top again and they wanted to keep matt on but not have him, you know, be a star and like not really focus on him and have him be on the creative team, but not like do it. And he was like, "No, I'm not in for that." So they left and went to WWE. Uh, in, so uh, that the 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 tour of gold got stopped yeah. in his tracks. Listen, uh, the the moment at what was it? Was it WrestleMania last year? Was yeah. it this last Mania? Yeah, it was, it was uh, when they came back. Um, like they're unexpectedly yeah. triumphant return where they just demolished the tag team division. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, look, they're, they are like maybe one of the best tag teams ever. So like, you know, you can't really fault them for, for coming back to a, the biggest reaction mm -hmm. ever. Uh, when I heard that music, I lost my oh, mind. Yeah, no, that whole a, stadium popped. Like from, people that had not yeah. cared about that day went nuts. Yeah, uh, speaking of New Day, New Day was not in that match. Uh, they were, like, the hosts of WrestleMania for some reason that makes no sense. And so they came out, and it, everyone thought they were going to be like, we're the other challengers, because it was, like, a big multi-tag team deal. And everyone thought they were going to insert themselves, and they were like, we found some people. And then the Hardys music started playing, and I, like, And, like, the New Day stepped so to good. the side and just, like, bowed Yeah, when those yeah. guys ran out. Wearing that weird Final yeah, Fantasy uh, get-ups. Yeah, that was... <laughs> yeah, was that the Final Fantasy ones? The year before, they came out as Saiyans in a giant cereal yeah. box. Yeah, that was pretty great. No, this was Final Fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, <sighs> WrestleMania. That's the thing. 
WrestleMania is a thing, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It it comes and goes as to how good it is. <laughs> it's of uh, they they've they've kind of built themselves into a corner where now like WrestleMania is the biggest thing of the W like their year leads up to WrestleMania to the point where like it's the first thing of the fiscal year. Mm-hmm. So they start off on top. Um and like it never, it almost never feels satisfying. And the last couple of years, they've been like turning, like the last minute, they've been like, oh, do something else because everyone hates the thing yeah. we planned four months ago. Because uh, like nobody really likes Roman Reigns when you try to make everyone like Roman Reigns. If you just let Roman Reigns be cool, he's he's great. But if you try to like make him the cool guy, it just he sucks, and I don't want to watch don't, him. Don't don't shove him down our throats, you know. <laughs> we don't we don't care. Yeah. Like Roman Roman Reigns, like I will, I won't say a bad word about the dude's like wrestling ability or like his matches that he puts on. Like Roman Reigns rules, and if you don't like Roman Reigns' wrestling ability, then you're like you're just fucking wrong headed. But like Roman Reigns trying to be John Cena is like we some of the dog shit worst stuff. We've got yeah. that covered. And John Cena's only he's only barely figured it out in the last couple of years is how to like be a cool version <laughs> of that. But, listen, the man can wrestle, and we saw that, especially when he threw down with The Undertaker on his last match, and maybe for the first time in his life, legitimately sold for a dude? Uh, I mean, he sold a couple times. He used to sell on The Shield all the time. This thing everyone forgets is, like, The Shield Shield was, like, the best thing that ever happened to professional wrestling. (laughs) Uh, but, like... When he became a singles wrestler, yeah, they they like they want they want to protect you, right? They want you to be cool and be the top guy, so they don't let like the 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 ones that they really want to push get hurt. And the problem is, if if you don't get hurt, we don't identify mm-hmm. with you. You yeah, know, like if you don't like have any human qualities, just because you can do a Superman punch does not mean we want you to be Superman. Yeah, Superman's. Boring. I mean, I do. I disagree on pretty much every account of that, but. Um, <laughs> But like, I want to see you be like a real cool Superman that like is good and gets and like has to figure out ways around things that isn't just punching. Yeah, it. like Superboy, make uh, him Superboy, a Superman <laughs> yeah, that isn't yeah. awful. <laughs> make him '90s Superboy. Give him, give oh man, give him the jacket, give him the glasses. <laughs> Let's do it. That that weird '90s Superboy thing, Roman yes. Reigns. Yeah, uh, like the, like my favorite professional wrestler of all time is uh, is Daniel Bryan. Because he is a short, hairy, unattractive man who is also the best at wrestling. Like, and he and he got beaten down for years until he like like the fact that everyone loved him like literally raised him from the depths of perdition to be like to the single greatest single night performance in wrestling history at WrestleMania 30, and I will like I will die defending that night. Oh no, that was a fantastic match. Yeah, two of them because he did. He beat. Uh, he he beat Triple H in the beginning of the show, and at the end, to get into the main event, and at the end in the main event, he beat like he beat three three fourths of Evolution, <laughs> which is the, one of the biggest stables <laughs> of, of all time. It was great. Uh, he tapped out Big Teast. Big Dave got uh, took took the uh, took the L, which is great because I love Batista, but like there's a fine line between like Dave Batista being like a really awesome wrestling character and Dave Batista being like a real boring guy. Cause they're not letting him have fun. And when they don't let him have fun, it's mm-hmm. bad. Uh, but when they do, uh, you get Kanye West Batista, which fucking rule. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
All right. So uh, let's see. We've talked about some promotions. We've talked about some gimmicks. Uh, what what else do we need to worry about here on? Let's let's look at WrestleMania and some of these. I think let's open it up a little bit to bigger events that t- have the tendency to stop stories in their tracks to make to wait for. Uh, oh, you want to talk about Survivor Series? This this last Survivor Series where literally everything was put on hold so Raw and SmackDown could have a business contest that made no sense. <laughs> tell tell me all about it. I'm I'm still mad <sighs> about it. If if, uh, if the the only uh, Joe, I feel like I've been talking for a while. If you want yeah, to jump I was in, just gonna say like the only thing that like I enjoyed about Survivor Series was Sammy and Kevin because their story made sense. Yeah, uh, like it, it. That that was the one that kept because they were still mad at SmackDown. Yeah. Like the problem is that it became Raw versus SmackDown, um, which I love that. Like it's the only time Raw and SmackDown superstars can fight, unless you know you're, you're at like the Royal Rumble or like the Mixed Match Challenge, which is coming up, or like WrestleMania or like any other time that we feel like it. Uh, when they went to India, it was a big super show. Is mm-hmm. like, don't say don't words have meaning. WWE <laughs> is what I'm trying to get at. Um, uh, but they. So everything stopped. Like all of all of the the storyline stopped because it became Raw versus SmackDown to the point where like the week before Rusev was like, "I hate SmackDown. I hate Shane McMahon. Like you're the worst. I hate you." And then he's wearing a SmackDown shirt invading Raw mm-hmm. the next Monday, uh, cause cause he has a cool shirt now. Like I don't like why like why it's would you do brand. this? It's the only thing it that matters. Made no if sense. You listen to the commentary team. Which why do you have I, five yeah, I, fucking people on a commentary team? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, usually it's only three. Sometimes they, they do they get a little They had five on Survivor Series, so just five. like Corey Graves and Mauro Ranallo. It was, oh my just god. do that, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't love Mauro Ranallo the way a lot of people love Mauro Ranallo, because he definitely has a, a pattern mm. of speaking uh, that I have gotten over. Um, <laughs> but if you put Corey Graves, you can put Corey Graves and, like, a wrestling buddy that talks when you hit it on the, on the, in the booth, and it would be the best commentary because uh, Corey Graves is amazing. Um, I say this as someone who fucking hated Corey Graves up until he became a commentator. <laughs> no, that man uh, has Diet a gift CM for Punk sucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he was Diet CM Punk, he was terrible. When, when he was Corey Graves, the commentator, the commentator, he is amazing. I want, I want him and Heyman on a on a table, oh. or him and Regal. Oh. oh, I would lose my shit. <laughs> what if it was him and Heyman and Regal? I see. I, I feel like if you put Regal and Heyman together, it's gonna get too, too like, uh, like uh, two buddies talking about stuff in tongues. You know? <laughs> okay. So, so like some of those last, while. some of those last Dusty Rhodes commentations from yeah, WCW. Ooh, I, love, I, I love Dusty, but his WCW commentary was nonsense. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Survivor Series was the the pay per view itself was very good. Like I very much enjoyed all the wrestling and everything. Kind of like worked out, but like the whole build up to it was just like, why is any of this happening? It's made me so mad, especially because like SmackDown invaded Raw. And it's like cool now SmackDown's the bad guys, I guess. Um, also, this is all in service of two McMahon's who I'm sick of seeing. I just don't want to see any more McMahon's <laughs> if I don't have to. Yeah, I I think the only thing good that came out of SmackDown was uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Being this like renegade team that's gonna buck the man, yeah. Uh, I don't think they leaned into it the way they should have, but um, you know, that's everything yeah. WWE does, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That kind of whoo sums that one up. <laughs> um, 
trying to think of anything. I mean, the Royal Rumble's coming up. Usually the storylines tend to slow down, but only so they can start up again because the road to WrestleMania starts at the Royal Rumble. Uh, um, I'm hoping my best friend Braun Strowman also gets into the Rumble match, even though he's fighting for the championship. I don't think he's going to win. It's him and Kane and Lesnar in a, in a, a triple threat. I don't think... I don't think... Uh, just- that's gonna go well. Dork Laser needs to I not just... be around anymore. Take the belt off He's him. The worst. Let him out to pasture. Yeah, Vanilla Gorilla is just. I'm so sick of him. He's so bad. But hey, hey, Jake. But the ladies get their own Royal Rumble now. I mean, I'm I'm hype about yeah, no, that. It's gonna be a uh, great match. The the problem is it's a it's a 30 woman Royal Rumble, which is gonna be great. I love a Royal, Royal Rumble is my favorite like match of the year. Uh, generally speaking, like in, in a like not my favorite match every single time, but like I look forward to the Royal Rumble match more than I look forward to any other single match. Uh, every year, the fact that they're the women are getting one is great because I love women's wrestling. The problem is that there are twenty one women on the <laughs> roster, and that's that's a generous estimation. That is also plucking some people from NXT. Um. Uh, so like yeah they they did Charlotte suddenly have Alexa, a big influx of women on both brands recently that are just like ah oh, we're the bad guy team now yeah oh you mean when they they had absolution and then absolution because it's exactly <laughs> the same thing again like like they just copied the notes from the from yep. raw and yeah, copy but without page to kind of yeah. bring it together um yeah I don't I don't love the riot squad um as much as I want <laughs> to. I like Sarah Logan just fine. She should not be allowed to talk because she, oh, she gets tripped up real easy. Um, and it's just it's a mess. To um, watch. I, oh, man. You ever hunt lime game? You ever eat game meat? What are you, what are you talking about, Sarah? What do you mean? Lime game? What are you trying to say? Uh, and, and Liv Morgan, I feel like, has the potential to be the next Trish Stratus, but is currently in Trish Stratus' mm-hmm. early days right now in that she's not really good at anything. Um, but, uh, and then Heidi Loveless or Ruby Riot, who FKA, uh, Heidi Loveless, I never really got into, I never saw the big deal about her. Um, I don't, I still don't see it. I think it's, I think she's fine, but I don't, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not super on board. It's weird. They made her a heel because she was one of NXT's purest yep. baby faces. And then they're like, no, you're a bad guy. Now go to SmackDown. You're bad. Cause you're attacking people, even though. The entire base of last month was attacking people. Yeah, yeah. Not only that, but like it's a combat sport. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's about fighting. Like you're supposed to fight each other. I don't know. Uh, but so like, there's twenty, there's twenty one women because the two champions, like Charlotte and Alexa, presumably will not be in the match to win a championship opportunity at WrestleMania. Although, listen, the listen, if the two of them fought each other to hold both titles, <laughs> and that became the story best i mean i would love that and i love alexa bliss dearly she is one of my favorites period but i i'm pretty sure charlotte is the top three best wrestlers in the company right now (laughs) uh i don't i don't think alexa bliss if they were having a like promo confrontation charlotte would not stand a chance no but uh but in a wrestling match I mean, look, Alexa wrestles, wrestles really smart, which I like. So maybe she could squeak one out, but I don't know. Charlotte, Charlotte can make Natalia look like a good wrestler. So no, oh, she, yeah. she should win a Nobel Prize for that. <laughs> uh, 
Natalia's really good at knowing all of the wrestling moves, um, but she's a bit like a robot. It's because she's a wrestling every... robot, Jake. She's mm-hmm. been programmed she, she with was, all the best moves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like she knows them all, and she knows like what, like she has like, okay, activate arm drag, activate discus lariat, lariat, and it's like the same move every, like it's it's the same exact way every time, but there is no heart or feeling behind it, uh, which I don't love. Um. So yeah, there's that. Um, I hope they pull up some people from. I hope they just like get weird with it and just like get like Aja Kong <laughs> to like just be a surprise entrant and like Delilah Doom, who I know that would never happen, but she's been on both Raw and SmackDown as jobber. Yeah. So like, just like who's this? Who cares? Hey, if they need to hire uh, nine jobbers out of nowhere, she should be at the top of their list. Yeah, well, Delilah Doom is uh, everyone's favorite wrestler. They just don't know it yet. <laughs> now, now look, and if David Starr is the, her favorite uh, wrestler. <laughs> oh, that sucks. I hate this stuff. <laughs> um, uh, if they brought up the uh, oh man, who was it? They introduced her after in the uh, the four way NXT Women's Championship match. Uh, the best sailor wrestler, oh, Kyrie Sane. Oh, my, we want to talk my, about Kyrie Sane for my the beautiful next wife, Kyrie Sane. Thirty minutes. Like the rest of this podcast can be <laughs> hey, all about hey, Kyrie. Hey, guess what? We're starting over and we're talking about Kyrie Sane instead. <laughs> she comes out with a with. with a full ship's wheel on a stick that she can spin because she's a Sentai character. Yeah, she's a pirate princess. Uh, she is uh has the best elbow drop. Full stop. Mm-hmm. It is a work of she art. She comes from orbit um, onto she, them. <laughs> she, I'm like legitimately, I have thought about getting her mid-flight tattooed on my on my arm because <laughs> it is so. It is it is it is a beautiful wrestling move. It is one of like the three most basic wrestling moves, and she has elevated it to high art. Uh yeah, and she it was in like a yachting club in school, so like she's really into sailing. Like she still just like goes sailing sometimes. You follow her on Instagram, she's like went sailing today, and there's like a boat behind her. It's like okay, awesome, you're the best. Oh gosh, like I'm I'm super happy with what NXT is doing with its women's division. Like Ember Moon is just great, but oh yeah, uh, Ember Moon is uh a. The first wrestler that I was familiar with from the indies uh, that went to WWE uh, because she wrestled in – she's from Texas, so she wrestled right. you know, primarily in Texas. Uh, her last match was in Inspire Pro, which is like my local indie that I, that I go to. Uh, I have a picture with her on her last day as an independent wrestler. Uh, it's, it's nice. The fact that she's now the NXT Women's Champion is like – is so good to me. I'm so happy for her. And they haven't even let her, like, unleash yet. Like, yeah. I can't wait until they let her, like, go full-on Athena the War Goddess. <laughs> it's going to be well, great. Like, she's a werewolf, right? Isn't that the deal? She's like a werewolf ninja, I think. A narrow... Kind of. A werewolf ninja fighting against a sailor pirate Sentai person. This sounds perfect, and I want it forever. That's that's wrestling uh, and yeah, anime, it... and, you know... <laughs> The two will forever like, be intertwined. I, I saw, I saw Kenny Omega's uh, entrance gear, and was like, "Oh, look! This is just literally an anime that stepped off the page." Um, it, if you, I mean, like a like a literal literal anime that stepped off the page is like Tiger Mask Golden wrestled <laughs> yep. last year at, at like the 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 Japanese anime character Tiger Mask yep. Golden wrestled in real and life. His oh, I girlfriend, you were talk about, like Japanese. His girlfriend came out with him, like his in-show girlfriend, to like 
be his manager. <laughs> uh, that yeah, it's great. And they fought uh, Tiger Mask Dark uh, or Tiger Mask Black. I don't know what the thing is. That was uh, I don't want to I don't want to break kayfabe. I don't want to pull the curtain back. But that was ACH, who is also one yeah. of the best wrestlers <laughs> on the planet. Uh, and Kota Ibushi plays Tiger Mask Golden. Uh, and it, oof, if you have not seen a Kota Ibushi match. Uh, just look up anyone. Doesn't matter. Look up any one of them. They're all amazing. I thought you were going to talk about the Japanese wrestler that comes in with a literal Buster Sword from Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> oh, and his best friend uh, Raptor, I mean, an animatronic dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's literally yeah, that's Okada. a Final Fantasy character with a chocobo. It's. Um, I mean, it's better than a chocobo because it was like a dinosaur, which is orders of magnitude cooler than a fucking chocobo. <laughs> a giant rideable Matt. chicken. Uh yeah, stupid horse chicken, get that garbage out of here. Um how dare you? Uh yeah, uh, Okada is really really good. Um I'm I don't love him. I think he, I like I like him as a wrestler. I think he's very very good and I I just think New Japan is on a slippery slope with turning him into 2013 John Cena, which is like the worst John mm. Cena. Um this- this is the the like because I hate talking about like oh the result like the result didn't ruin a match, but it's what the result means. No, um, yeah. I I don't know if yeah. I, like you guys have seen it on the internet. Naito had this huge big run and this huge story going up, and he lost to Okada, and that worries yeah, me. Uh, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, it. Because like again, like yeah, like what the result means is that like, like w- everything Naito did leading up to that doesn't matter because he still lost to Okada. Who I like that they are presenting Okada as like the final boss of New <laughs> Japan, which I I very much enjoy. But like Kenny Omega couldn't beat him, Naito couldn't beat him, Cody Rhodes couldn't beat him. Like, who's gonna do it? Like like it, it, it's at a it's at a a point where like. He's got to turn heel soon, or else he's just going to get super boring because, like, oh, Okada wins his match again. Jake, Jake, That's... the answer is in uh, one Archibald Peck who can get Okada to defeat Okada. Uh, well, Archibald Peck is sadly dead. Oh, Matt, right. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Uh, so that's not going to happen. Um, but I think, I, I mean, like, in an ideal world, they would turn Okada heel over the next year and then like give him one more Wrestle Kingdom as champion and then have him lose at the Wrestle Kingdom after that to like I don't I don't know who. I don't know who it could be. Uh like Kota, Kota Ibushi maybe? Cause like he is uh, the like the a perfect golden boy, <laughs> uh with with the the actual most like a sculpted from clay upper body. Uh like just a perfect chest. <laughs> Uh, and it, and like the slickest moon salts, like just it's like watching water flow. <laughs> it's so good. The circling back to it, like that they've had this problem before. Um, guy called Tanahashi, uh, was exactly yeah, the same in the same place as Okada is now, and the guy they got to beat Tanahashi was Okada. <laughs> so I don't know. Who, yeah. Who, who gets pulled in? Um, I mean, I like I say it. It should have been Naito. It was Naito's year. 
but they maybe they have a plan. Yeah. It's not like it's not like watching New Japan is like watching WWE where the guy that you hope wins like loses and you're like WWE I have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> from a from a wrestling yeah. storytelling standpoint. <laughs> Money standpoint, I'm sure they're doing fine. <laughs> oh yeah. For Yeah, oh, yeah, they they yeah, they're they're good until, you know, they mess up very bad. Yeah, watching New Japan is a lot different than watching uh, WWE because the the stories are the wrestling, mm. and so like everything kind of takes place in the ring. There's not a lot of extra stuff, which I I like, but I I do need like a little more to be perfectly satisfied. I think WWE goes too far the other direction, and that they refuse to tell stories <laughs> in the ring anymore. Um, and every story is the same, and it's boring, pretty bad. Yeah, a lot of the time. Um, but like watching it, like they're not afraid to change titles a lot. Like they like they'll just like throw titles around like nothing. Um, and this is a company that like numbers their championships. Like like if you win the tag team titles, you are now like the seventy sixth IWGP heavyweight tag team champions, like, yep. world heavyweight tag team champions. Like it's so it's important and it matters. But they're willing to just like be like, all right, you won it last month. All right, we're gonna put it on you. See what happens. All right, you guys can hold it for a couple months. All right, yeah, put it on them because like that might be good. That that'll be probably pretty cool. So they're not like shy about it, but they just like they have this idea of what Okada is, and I think if they're not careful, it's gonna bite them in the ass. Well, we've gone for uh, over an hour at this point on this delightful topic, so uh, we're gonna wrap it up. And here's what I want to do for a wrap up: we're gonna test this out. I want you to, uh, hmm, I want you to pitch me a perfect match. Any promotion, any wrestlers, pitch me a perfect match. Uh, I mean, okay, Joe, you want to go first? I gotta, I gotta percolate for a second. Look, I, I have a dumb one. Um, it's not a real answer, but it's the first thing that came to my mind because, like, kayfabe exists. So I need the ghost of El Generico versus Sami Zayn, uh, in an orphans on a pole match. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's that's pretty. First of all, we don't know that El Generico's dead. La- last we knew, he was help. He was just running an orphanage down in Mexico. All right, we don't know. Uh, there's been rumors that he died. We don't know. We just haven't seen him in a while. Um, I think my perfect match is probably. Oh, there's so much. Um, like D- Delilah Doom versus Charlotte. Oh, that'd be real good. Like, cause Delilah Doom is the best underdog. Um, or or here's my second one: Davy Vega versus John Cena, because Davy Vega is like secretly the best, and John Cena is also amazing, and no one gives him mm-hmm. credit anymore because they hated him for so long. Um, so watching like little, not little, he's like five eight. Davy Vega, um, wrestle like <laughs> wrestle a John Cena match, I think would be pretty amazing. Oh, well, here's mine, and this is what we'll wrap it up on. Uh, I want to see. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. Sorry, no, I have a serious one. If you'll allow me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna have to shout out two British legends. Um, so these two have very similar, or have played very similar characters. Uh, so I would be super interested to see what happens when you have two British supervillains collide. Um, so Marty Skull versus William Regal. 
Oh, that would be good. Ooh. Okay, which which William Regal? Are we talking like mid nineties uh, shooter William Regal, or are we talking like like his last match, old bastard William Regal? I think like scrappy old bastard. Uh, that is. Have you seen him versus Cesaro at uh, NXT? Oh, like he did three very similar matches. Um, in FCW, he wrestled Dean Ambrose, he wrestled Cesaro, and he wrestled Cassius Ono. The last two, both in NXT, the three matches had similar stories, but like, I mean, the exact same stories. Let's be honest. But yeah. Uh... I, that Cesaro match though he did uh, disable both of Cesaro's arms by punching yes. him in those points so like uh, that was pretty much the greatest um, oh sorry Matt before you go my other one is Keith Lee versus literally because <laughs> Keith Lee is uh, I want so, Keith so Lee good I don't know how I got through an hour <laughs> uh, look if anyone if anyone can fight Keith Lee it might be Goku <laughs> um uh, but but for real, like John Cena versus uh, like or Roman, someone very big and popular versus Keith Lee is what I would like to see because Keith is just stellar. Well, mine is gonna be uh, because I've become a really huge fan of him since he left at WWE. We're going Cody Rhodes in our number one spot on this on this match, and his opponent is I want to see angry AJ Styles. <laughs> like the one who came on and like took on John Cena and smacked him. It was just like, I'm going to prove that I'm the best. I want that. Like uh, that would be real good. Chip on his shoulder. AJ styles versus Cody Rhodes, like current Cody Rhodes. And like no rules, just right. Like <laughs> I want you boys to take the entire <laughs> ring. Young go backstage, wherever you want to fight this thing out. You um, got all day. So now that I, now that I've uh, now that I've had a second to think about it, can I have like, can I give you like my real answer? <laughs> Your uh, realist real answer. <laughs> my my realist real final answer. I have champions advantage. Uh, yes. yes you can. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> two thousand three Kurt Angle versus two thousand five Daniel Bryan <laughs> in a one hour Iron Man match. Uh, that is oh. that is the wrestling match that I want to see and that casual fans do not want yeah. to see because it's an hour long minimum. Uh, but it would be the best wrestling you could ever watch. I mean, it's two people that won't ever stop going up against each other. Uh, yeah, it would be, oh. it, it would, oh, it'd be so good. It would give, I, the, 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 the biggest crime is that we have not gotten to see them wrestle. All right. Well, uh, guys, thank you all so much for coming on. And, uh, Joe, where can people find you online? Uh, so you hit me up on Twitter at the Joe Hadfield, and I also do a very dumb podcast, which both the guys here have guested on. Uh, WTF Anime, uh, just look it up on iTunes uh, at WTF Anime Show on Twitter. Uh, I take someone who has never watched an anime, and we watch an anime, and I'm bad at describing it because all we really do is shoot the shit, and that's that's well, me. That's talked about in there. Anime, I guess. Sometimes, if a guest allows, a... we talk about wrestling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if uh, if I don't get cock blocked, <laughs> talking about like last time. And y'all, y'all have a spinoff coming out soon, don't y'all? Where y'all watching every episode of something very bad? Yeah. So, uh, Alan, who um, Alan Zells, who is a big part, or a, at least a small part of. Uh, jake's podcast library uh we're gonna be watching all of future diaries which is a shit show um 
It's <laughs> awful and derogatory and gross for no reason, uh, but because Alan said so, we're going to watch all of it. Um, and that'll be coming out um, at a date. It certainly will come out. <laughs> at, at some later date. Somewhere. In the future. Some place. Something will happen. Jake, where can people find you and your plethora of products online? Uh, all right. So, uh, number one, I'm on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. I got, uh, what am I up to? Nine? I'm at nine, nine podcasts. My New Year's resolution is to not start any podcasts this year. It, that's how bad it's gotten. <laughs> wow. Uh, the fact um, that I almost laughed out loud at you at that idea should say something. <laughs> I'm going to try really hard. Uh, so I got my newest one is Spectre. Me and Matt J from the Super Sentai Brothers watch every Bond movie in a, uh, a, a not a strange order, but a order that uh, keeps it fresh. Um, every episode goes really long and we need to figure out how to not do that, but we just can't yet. Um, so, uh, there's that it's, it's really good. It's real fun. There is Morphin Girl, which is an episode by episode recap of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Well, all of Power Rangers starting with Mighty Morphin. We're currently in Lost Galaxy. There is Pokemon World Tour, which is a tour of the Pokemon World as it sounds. There is Pokemon World Tour United, which is an actual play set inside the world of Pokemon. That's very cute. It's mostly about putting Pokemon in clothes and avoiding fights. Uh, there is shit what am i at there's uh cool kids table which is a rpg podcast where we play a bunch of different rpgs currently we are playing the sailor moon rpg in uh in a story called sequinox uh all original characters it's my favorite thing that we've done on that show so far i absolutely love it um so everyone should check that out i think i think everyone's doing really good work on that there is kingdom smarts where shannon maynard has to explain kingdom hearts to me 30 minutes at a time and uh, episode 21 which has not come out as of this recording but will be out by the time this comes out unless it comes out on monday uh got buck wild because there it's like kingdom hearts gets crazy and i'm never ready for it um and i feel like that's it that nope. was only like six i uh, you got another what, one. Oh, hard reboot i do hard reboot with you yep um and then i edit sailor business which is episode by, re- episode, by episode recap of sailor moon what else do I do? Uh, you've got one that's just for your patrons, and then you've got one that's on permanent hiatus. Uh, yeah, Gascast is on indefinite hiatus, which is a games and sports podcast. The the Hey Jake and Josh podcast is more like, hey, we don't want to poison whatever episode we're about to record by talking about something we're really into right now. So we just like talk about it for 30 minutes and put it on there. Um, I would not call that a, a separate podcast. Um, but yeah, that's it. So go check me out in any of those myriad places. I'm sure you've fallen asleep halfway through there. Uh, sorry, I do so I just much. got a drink. I have refilled my drink. Is he done yet? Yeah, yeah, he's done. <laughs> cool, cool. Oh, Joe, you're back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got three, three to go. Uh, so <laughs> you can find us on the internet at fifthdraw.com, follow us on Twitter at fifthdraw, or email us at social at fifthdraw.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Matt Hoodley. If you enjoyed this episode, why not give us a rating and a review? Or maybe tell a friend. Getting the word out helps us immensely. Our music is Arcade Montage by Lee Roosevelt and can be found at the Free Music Archive. That's all for this week. We hope you'll join us next week for another episode. And hey, thanks for listening. (laughs) 